0: Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to this week's Tuesday Night Jaw. That's a great start. I nearly forgot what my own podcast is called. Wonderful stuff. Um, talking of this podcast, we are doing a live version of it. We're teaming up with our friends from the hardest part of the ring, uh, and we're calling this live edition The Hardest Part of the Jaw. It's taking place at London Podcast Festival in King's Place on the 8th of September at 2 p.m. Tickets are on sale now. Ooh, it's exciting. We've done London Podcast Festival before. Me, Pips, Mormon, Glenn, TK Cooper. We did one about a Royal Rumble. That's where the Viscera thing came from. Uh, It's in the archive somewhere. Go back and listen to it. It was a good laugh. We're really excited to do the stuff with the hardest part of the ring because they're bringing a quiz. I'm bringing some guests who are hopefully far more knowledgeable about wrestling than I am. And we're going to have a grand old time. Uh, if you want to find tickets to it, you can either search London Podcast Festival on the hardest part of the jaw. Or if you want to go easy, go to my Twitter page. That is the pinned tweet at the top. Bam. Business done. We are, of course, part of the Distraction Pieces Network. A lovely network to be part of. Uh, I always reference the group chat. The group chat this week has been lit as we were discussing how to spell five correctly. Is it spelt five, like the word five, or with the number five at the beginning of it, answers on a postcard. That Then that turned into talking about songs from movies. Uh, There you go. That's what we do at Distraction Pieces Towers. Talking of towers, we are recording this podcast at Wrestling Travel Towers, who have been very, very kind to allow me to come down and use their office today to record this. So we apologize if there's any background noises. You might hear a dog barking occasionally because there is a office dog so instantly this is the best office in the world ever Uh, and there's a lot of business going on around us so hopefully background noise isn't too bad uh for everyone if you for some reason have happened to blindly play this podcast and not look at the name of the guest that's on it you might have had a hint who it is because we're at wrestling travels head office Wow, that was really a far reach. Uh, This week's guest (laughs) is um, one of my protégés, ring announcer, social media uh, person, and a PMA activist. Uh, My guest is Lucy Openshaw.
2: Hello. Lucy, Lucy,
0: (laughs) who is the second guest in two weeks to bring a notepad. Wow. That's what you and Chris Egan have in common. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. bless. Um, I, I respect that. Um, it's
2: just got like a list of stuff that I've done in like the past, in case I yeah. forget. Yeah. And like lists of people who I've ring announced, which is quite.
0: That is quite quite so sizeable, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's good.
2: I think I'm up to about 100 and I think it was like 120.
0: See, I've not taught you this. I've got a Google Drive though, where like I've got my introductions, yeah. and then I've got all the moves and stuff on there. As well.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, I'll hook you up one. Nice
2: time. one. Yeah, I appreciate it. You,
0: you need to graduate before I give you yeah. get that access. Okay, of course. Cool. So not, not anyone sees that. So. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I've been, I've been meaning to get you on since since day one. I've been right, waiting for the right moment. You, <laughs> I felt really bad. You were on standby last week.
1: <laughs> which just, is
0: just an awful situation to be in. Like, oh yeah, in case James Drake is incompetent, which he often is.
2: I mean, there's worse people to be uh,
0: a backup to. A
2: backup to, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, someone signed by WWE. That's that yeah. I can, you know.
0: And as of yesterday, as of recording, the now one half of the Progress Tag Team Champions. Indeed, they are. As well, I was there. I went and ran across from London and film Comic Con to. Watched that match, and it was cracking. So, if you've got progress on demand, watch it. I don't need to plug that anymore.
2: No, but it's it's still you know, good.
0: I, I probably should because they pay me uh, <laughs> to work there. So, um, so I've known you for a while now. Mm-hmm. So, because here's the thing: I can't. I was like trying to figure out when we like first met. I know when we first started like becoming mates, which was obviously when you were fighting Spirit. Mm-hmm. But your your first independent show. Was Dream Tag Team Invitational? Yes. The first one, which was about a month or so after the UK tournament. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was your that was your introduction to independent that wrestling. That was it. it.
2: That was my first ever show. Um, I even remember someone telling me, "Don't expect it to be as good as that WWE show because you know it mm. won't be." And it was. It's, it's it's different. It was completely different, but I was still as invested watching that as I was watching the UK to Arnie?
0: Me and Rob Halden were talking about this the other day, Rob who's guy did commentary with uh, at Future Shock, if, if anyone out there doesn't know who Rob is, um, Rob used to come and watch Fight Club a lot and, and Rob was watching Fight Club during that period of time, which is such an odd period of time because we had just gone from Travis Banks winning the world title from Pete Don mm-hmm. at Fiction, which is still one of my favourite wrestling moments of all time. And ah, I never know the official number in fiction mm. Because it was a tiny little sweat box I never made it Well this is it I'm
2: so gutted
0: Because Dream Tag was the end of fiction yeah. But we didn't even know it was the end of fiction So we would get between like I'd say 150 to 350 in there mm. And like 350 felt like 3000 Because they were on top of the ring Like yeah. you, I literally had to f- fight my way to the ring To, to do ring-, <laughs> ring announcements in there and then the dream Tag thing came up, and we did over a thousand people, I yeah. think it was like one thousand two hundred or yeah. something like that uh, in a banqueting hall that was an absolute sweatbox
2: oh, that was grim
0: it was horrible yeah. right, and then the the show was running really late, and I had to stare at Pentagon in the face and tell him we were running late, which is the worst thing i 've ever had to do. <laughs> Because he was wearing his mask and his full makeup. And it was just a really, really stressful show. Mm. But it was amazing because the main event was what it was, which yeah. was The Elite, uh, the Boxing Kenny Omega against British Strong Style, Amazing. Which now sounds like a, a fantasy. Yeah. Because that would never happen now.
2: So when I went to that show... I had no idea who the the elite were mm-hmm. because brand new into wrestling. Mm-hmm. I knew British Strongstar were obviously because I've literally fangirled them since the moment I saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went with Rick, who's uh, my ex but best friend, right. and, and he was so excited to meet Kenny Omega and you know. And I'm just like. <laughs> Trent Seven's there, like,
0: you know, who are these, who are these guys? Oh, no, you said it, no, he's going to wear that.
2: He knows, (laughs) he knows, unfortunately, he (laughs) knows. Um, Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, but I think it's, I think it's so, like, such a fascinating, a fascinating point in, in British wrestling history, because it's, it seems really like recent. Seems really modern, but that's like nearly three years ago now, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, um, and it really the the change that happened after that first tournament, where it, it wasn't you know progress was progress. Progress has always been progress. You know, when the minute they moved to the ballroom was when progress became or started to become what progress is now, mm-hmm. and, and and they've continued to, to carry on. But everywhere else felt. Weird, Like, it, it was never catch-up, but it was... Everyone was kind of too busy doing their own thing. And you obviously, ICW, which had the, the, the BBC Free documentary, uh, and they were killing it up, up, up in Scotland. But, like, Fight Club was kind of this, ironically given the name, it was kind of, like, this really best-kept secret. Mm. And then the tournament happens, and you've got Tyler, Trent, Pete, Dan, and... I'll never forget because it was always on the video packages. Um, I can never remember his name and I feel awful about it. There's a guy who always comes to Fight Club, mm. comes with a giraffe, um, who's actually been in a freeway dance with Martina, a uh, Fight Club show. Standard. Um, but he has a Fight Club Pro flag on a British flag. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. on like Harkan yeah, side the whole yeah. show. And then, like, it it almost like straight after that tournament, Fight Club just completely changed yeah. and it's now what it is. So, But it's crazy to think that, like, that was only two or three years ago. Yeah. And, yeah and i i i think what i'm trying to say here is you came in at a really good
2: time yeah so i've been told a lot i have been told that a lot um and I know i don't have much knowledge of past wrestling stuff mm. but I feel like I've sort of invested a lot of time into what's going on now. Do
0: you, do you, do you, with that, because I know, I know we sort of wind you up about it, obviously, given <laughs> the, 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 two shit thing, you, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't understand the click. I mean, I side.
2: did, I knew it, I knew it because I'd done it, I'd done it before, but my fingers just didn't work. work yeah. And, and i just sat there with Scott Hall, and it just went, nah, and it just didn't work. Yeah. Oh, Brooker took the mick
0: yeah, for that. And... I've seen him winding you up about not knowing who Roddy Piper is Oh, about. God, yeah. Yeah, not a clue. Did yeah. so you watch All of Sonny, right?
2: Did I watch what, sorry? Have
0: you watched It's All of Sonny in Philadelphia?
2: I've seen bits. Oh,
0: okay, because I was going to say, because he's in the wrestling episodes. Oh, right, okay, He, he yeah. becomes a recurring character. Right, okay. Um, so I was thinking, like, I would have loved it if he had been like, oh, the guy that's yeah. always Sonny, yeah. and watched all these, like, lifelong wrestling fans just start crying. Um, but... Th- did you, do you feel that sometimes, do you feel a little bit alienated by yeah.
2: that? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, at, so when I first went to, like, For the Love of Wrestling, and I got given, like, a list of, in fact, I've got it in this, in my notebook, yes. um, of people, and I literally went home, and yeah. I googled who these people were, yeah, yeah to know who they were, like, and then I got told I didn't really need to do that, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was good, because I spent ages doing it, yeah like, I knew Chris Jericho was. Obviously, yeah. Um... But, yeah, literally had no idea who half of these people were. Um, So I did a bit of research and, yeah, I still feel like there's a lot I need to learn.
0: So this is, it kind of makes me laugh because I've mentioned it a load on this podcast. But So when I got into wrestling, I was... 13. Right. And I started training when I was 15. Right. Like I literally just turned 15. So I had two years worth of wrestling knowledge. Mm. Now, admittedly, I got really obsessed and stuff, and I used to like the video games, so I kind of knew a lot. Mm. But like, I didn't get into ECW until ECW ceased to exist. Yeah. I didn't even know what independent wrestling was until we found Ring of Honor, which was starting up when we started training. Mm. I didn't even know what British wrestling was until I was on shows yeah. and saw Robbie Brookside and Johnny Kidd have a, a rounds match. Mm. So it's one of them things of, I always find it funny because I'm like, it, it doesn't matter when, it just matters if you do enjoy it yeah. and care yeah. and you clearly are very passionate about yeah. it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I love
0: it, and there's going to be a generation, and I know, and I know for all, that that Dream Tag Show mm-hmm. is <laughs> my analogy. I always love to use it's the it's the 1970 Sex Pistol gig in Manchester mm-hmm. um, with Tony Wilson. It right. was there, and everyone claims they were there because yeah. it's an iconic gig that gave birth to the music scene within Manchester. Yeah, yeah, came with Stone Roses, Happy Mondays, all that. I feel like Fight Club and that show is a little bit like that. Mm. So we're going to have it, you know, 15 years in the, in the future people are gonna you know there'll be people coming into wrestling going who's Talibate? Who's yeah done and you yeah. know there, it, it, there was at every point in history there's always that moment yeah. you know. and um, so yeah i always find it fascinating because again i think because you you initially started training to to wrestle mm-hmm. right yeah so you started with Fight spirit up yeah. in Magal with yeah. zach gibson james drake yep yeah. um and obviously you mentioned rick who's the expert, the now good friend mm-hmm. who's just started wrestling on shows as yeah, yeah. Leon, Leon Gray. Gray. Yeah. You're welcome. Giving you the shout out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, cause that's when we first started becoming friends and hanging out. But why did you decide to stop wrestling or, or not pursue the physical side of it?
2: It hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It hurt a lot. Um, I'm a bit of a wimp. Yeah. am six and a half stone went through uh, and it just really hurt. I remember getting um, uh, suplexed off, off Rick um, onto a crash mat yeah. and I had a headache for like two hours after. Yeah. Just little things like that and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I enjoyed it because it was good fun but I was always the one that couldn't do stuff and yeah. it's a bit disheartening when everyone else can... You know, be thrown out the ring or shit, canned out the mm. ring, and I literally just didn't have the confidence to go over the second rope. Like, I just couldn't do it, and it took me like three months to be able to do it.
0: Yeah, it's it's you it's know a lot of
2: confidence involved, and I don't have the confidence to. I can't even dive in a in a swimming pool head first because yeah. I'm scared of hurting myself.
0: So, I, I again, you know, I mentioned this on the Q and A episode I did when 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 I took over it about how okay, yeah, I wrestled for a bit and I got on shows and stuff like that, but I was never, in my head, I was never a wrestler because I, I, I got to a certain point where I was looking at people around me and I was like, well, I'm not to the standard that I should be. Yeah. I'm not to the standard that I uphold of myself. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. Like, okay, I had a little bit more experience with it, but yeah. I think it takes a lot of guts to have that conversation with yourself yeah. instead of, living a lie or a fantasy you know and again you now have an appreciation for it
2: oh god yeah like yeah so much appreciation like so the first time I I saw a wrestling match and I'm just seeing people throwing each other about and Mm -hmm. stuff I'm just like meh and now I watch it I'm like I know that Mm -hmm. that you know Getting a chop hurts. Yeah. Getting anything, even just running run the ropes doesn't. Mm. It's not. It does not tickle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> yeah. like yeah. It, it hurt, a front bump. Hurts, a back bump hurts it at hurt me anyway. Uh, like you yeah, know, it
0: hurts everyone. Trust me. So
2: it, no, I've got so much respect for people who do it and yeah. like people who do like two shows in a day and stuff. I'm like, God Almighty! Like
0: mm. takes a toll
2: It does. Yeah. And when people are walking and they've got, oh, I've got sore back. I'm like, yeah, I understand why. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah.
0: But I, I think I think I think it's oh well, obviously we'll move on to the conversation of you in and where you are now in, in the world of wrestling. But I think people that have non wrestling roles uh within wrestling, I always encourage to do some form of training yeah but um if you have physical limitations they like understand that it's, yeah. it's not possible but even I, just to watch yeah
2: and learn how yeah. things are done because yeah.
0: you could you still go to training yeah. and you still not, I've been down to fighting spirit a million times and I still learn stuff of, yeah. of, of Zach and, and, and JD and I think it gives you especially for I think for a commentary aspect as well it, it helps me be able to narrate what's going on because I'm constantly understanding what's going on but I think as well it it gives you a connection to to people if you're a ring announcer Mm. and it makes you kind of it it makes you want to be the best ring announcer in the world ever for that person like I've I've said it a million times my favourite person to ever introduce is Travis Banks Mm because I was very fortunate that I came into Fight Club literally the match after the Travis Banks rocket to the top started so I got to have that journey with him, and yeah. now I would, n- I will never forget Trav's introduction. Mm. I'll forget Starrs, I, done, <laughs> I will forget David Stars, and have done once on a show, and I missed one nickname, and oh. everyone hates me for it. So yeah, I've um, got him
2: in a few weeks' time, in like six weeks, and I'm like, I really want to learn it off by heart just to be the Billy Bill bollocks. But then I'm like, if don't I do mess it. it up, don't do it. I can't, so no. I w- I'm gonna, I, no, I'll, I'll learn it yeah. to the best of my ability, yeah. but. If I need to look, I'm going to lock.
0: Oh, do, look. do, do it. So, I've t- I think I've told this story before, but the reason why I actually, I missed out, he's the Bernie Sanders of professional wrestling. Yeah. And the reason why was because I was writing it down and somebody interrupted me while I was writing it down and I, I missed that one out. Yeah. So, I did it and, like, it was at Fight Club and everyone was like, oh, oh, and whatever. And the worst moment about that was, I think it was a four-way and Mike Bailey, who I'd met for the first time, was just sat in the corner and he was looking at me and he kind of was looking at me like, are you all right? And I was kind of like, mm-hmm and then I nailed his introduction he kind of gave me like a little nod and then did his little his little taunt and I was like fucking hell (laughs) like it was just awful like one of them moments where you just go oh but hey it's wrestling yeah come on David give it up get rid of the nicknames Just get rid of it. He's added he's more,
2: more as well. so no, I know. I know. Yeah. You've got to watch him. I do. I've yeah. literally messaged him to ask him if he's updated it. Like, yeah. bef- I like, re- ring announced him for Future Shock. Mm-hmm. Um, I got given 24 hours' notice for that, <laughs> which was really helpful. Um, and I'm literally sat in my car. I've recorded it on my phone and I'm doing it over and over again yeah. as I'm driving there. Um, but now I'll make sure that just a week before the cave, I'll just go, listen, have you added anything else? to mess me up here
0: so I I get tagged every time he changes his introduction nice yeah yeah. you want to get on that yeah height.
2: definitely what
0: people know are like oh have you got this CC, yeah. CC Matt Richards and yeah. like thanks man but there is a rhythm to it as well and there's a, there's a sense to it so like um the 104 minute man and, and Mr. America and Ron are around at the same time yeah Uh Bernie Sanders a professional wrestler and the most entertaining man in professional wrestling yeah. are around at the same time so it does make sense he's yeah. actually explained it to me and yeah. I'm like oh that makes me it makes it click a little bit now Um, but yeah it is a nightmare like because the difference between him and Martina Mm -hmm. is Martina gives you well gives me from my experience a complete full creative um, control of it so I always my my goal with Martina is like can I make her laugh at the joke that I'm going to make yeah um, which is great fun so yeah because um, yeah, I, I was I, weirdly enough I was actually watching you this morning because we were watching the Breed show um, from it just put up on YouTube yeah yeah uh, it was big we were watching Big Joe versus Young uh, Simmons mm. and then we we ended up watching the tag team match with Club Trocana yeah. and Martin Steers yes. and, yeah, yeah. and someone who looks like Sasha Moff but isn't El Moffo El Moffo, yeah wasn't yeah. Sasha Moffo very similar uh, lifestyle choice but yeah, yeah I was watching you do their introduction uh, obviously from the Unicity Flats in Mexico and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, with the, it bambinos. Was, it was the bambinos, yeah, yeah, all yeah. The bambinos. which I fit, I'm pretty sure is it an Italian term. By the way, oh,
2: she told me to say that. I know. So that, <laughs> I was like, well, fair enough.
0: That's what. That's why I wanted to say it. <laughs> so, if you ever want to know if Martina's a gimmick, she told the ring announcer to say something Italian.
2: Yeah.
0: On a on a Mexican slash Spanish gimmick, she probably doesn't even know where Italy is. Uh, so, I'm sorry. I'll, I do really love her sometimes, um, but yeah. And um, so, okay, so you y- y- you decide. Training's not for you. Yes. Wrestling's not for you. Yeah. Um, and then, what's the first step after that? Because you, I, f- I feel like I feel like it was you starting to do stuff more like social media mm. and stuff like that, and then ring announcing kind of just came up. Was yeah, it, so- it just
2: sort of happened. Um, let me let me just consult my list of where I've worked, <laughs> and then I can I can like work back. So like, uh, I just started like selling merch at places. I didn't yeah. want to just be like i just wanted to be part of it yeah yeah um yeah so i just started i started selling merch at where did i sell merch so i went to tnt and i yeah. shadowed leanne uh, yeah, leanne yeah. marie yeah. um who there she does commentary but i didn't do any commentary stuff because mm-hmm. that is way i can't just no it scares me it you'll get you. legitimately scares You're me,
0: totally me. To
2: do it. Um, <laughs> honestly it scares me because i don't know move names
0: it's, it's alright you just Glenn Joseph oh, uh, <laughs> um, I'm joking Glenn please please <laughs> I'm gonna go so, so getting fired uh, I have
2: nothing to do with this Glenn uh, just throwing that out there um, it's alright you can
0: take my job I'm going to
2: so yeah I started like Shadow and Leanne and I did like a few mock interviews with people yeah um And went to... This is wrestling. Yeah. Um, And they were like... Well do you want to try and do some interviews with us? And they gave me like a list of a million people to interview. And I was just like... I've never done this before. This Mm -hmm. is interesting. So I interviewed a few people. But the confidence just wasn't there. And like... And then on that day they even said... Oh do you you fancy ring announcing the girls match? And I was like... Yeah. Why not? Let's give it a go. Why, Why the hell not? Yeah. So I did it. Again I wasn't very good. But I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I used to be in a band, and I used to like, like do, like performing and stuff mm. like that. And there's no better feeling than being on stage. Yeah. Even though I'm riddled with anxiety going to Asda. Same. But getting on stage. Oh yeah. It's as if I'm a different person.
0: Yeah, it's because you, well, you are. you are. You are. Yeah. You are. You, you even as, as even as a ring announcer, you are you are you, but you're a version of you that's that's a. Uh, you know it's cracked up yeah it is and it's, it's it's hard to describe because every time I say that I feel like people think you're not being you or being authentic yeah. to you trust me if you've ever seen me at Fight Club Pro yeah. that is not a fucking exaggeration no. of the human being I am that no. is 100% me in fact yeah. if anything if you've ever seen me ring out anywhere else I'm probably a lot tamer yeah. than I am in real life so <laughs> but it's, you do feel more confident there's something about it and yeah. I, I, you know I'm i love it and and like i'm i miss ring announcing as much as i did but you know i made decisions which were you know my decisions to go and do other Mm -hmm. other things but it is mental how you can just be like oh i really don't want to have to go into the bank and speak to someone about this but then you can stand in front of like hundreds and thousands of people and just just be like yeah.
2: yeah it is it's it's amazing yeah like there's no, I, I just I just fucking love it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's I,
0: I love it. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I get it because I've done it. Yeah. And I, and I think again, I'm not saying like people don't get it because they've not done it, but I feel like when you've you've done it, there is no better feeling yeah. than than being in it. And again, the way I always describe it is that you're not the f- the the the, f- the focus of the attention mm-hmm. you are you are to the left or the right of this amazing thing that's happening yeah but you're in the middle of the amazing yeah, thing that's yeah. happening Trying not to lose your
2: actual shit Oh, I lost my been. shit Okay, I'll give you give you a story I was at Breed uh, a couple of months ago Or weeks ago, I can't even remember now, I can't keep up And it was uh, So Session Moth and Gene Money Have been having a match yes. for a hundred and something days now It mm. has been ridiculous They've been everywhere with <laughs> this match um, It started on our second show um, mm. In March And it has just gone on and on and on Um, so the last show uh, we were I introduced it and Gene Money's Money's Entrance Music came out Mm -hmm. and I was just like right give him the mic because he's just amazing so he was like and then Martina came out both absolutely knackered for fighting for a hundred and odd days Mm. and they were like right let's end it here let's end it now and neither of them wanted to give up of course of course naturally and then they announced that they were taking it to the cave mm-hmm. in a death match.
0: Hell yeah. I
2: lost my shit. I'm, I'm ringside. I'm going, oh my God, that's amazing. Oh my God. I'm going to get to announce that. Holy shit. A death match in a cave with Martina and Gene Money. Like, yeah. oh my, oh my God. I even went over to Mitch who like runs Breed. And I was like, did you know about that? And he was like, yeah, of course I did. And I was like, but why didn't he? And he was like, because of that. Yeah. And I was like. There you go. Yeah. And I was just like. Oh my god, I'm marked out so bad. And I literally got in the ring and I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> and it's cool because first and foremost I am a fan.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
2: Um and
0: that's not a bad thing. No. No.
2: Because if you're not, then you just it's not I don't know, there's just not the passion there. And yeah. there is for me. That that and yeah.
0: That's good. You should never lose the passion. No. Uh, right, uh, I've told you I'm going to keep doing this on these podcasts. Uh, what we're going to do right now is we are going to take a quick commercial break.
1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: welcome back from said commercial break as Lucy laughs at the fact that <laughs> that you had a 30 second advert and we had literally about 4 or 5 seconds break
2: If that. Um, <laughs>
0: welcome to show business <laughs> um, so ring announcing this yes. is where I'm going to go so you are officially part of my my Wu-Tang Clang-esque group of ring announcers yes. so it's you it's Jada Roberts it's Neil Bradbury the real deal Neil Steele uh, A.K.A That's his Like uh, Ghostface Killer A.K.A Iron Man Name And then She's kind of like Our Red Man She's not like Technically in the group But she is Affiliated with us uh, as Rosa Rose From uh, Riptide Who yeah. who I Helped When she first came in So you are my crew Of Ringing announcers. In um proteges <laughs> that i've seemed to have acquired um over the over the sort of course of the last year or so which is cool i love it it's i think awesome. it's really nice yeah. like i it really makes me chuckle when people make reference to it now when they like they ever see a ring announcer or a ring announcer says to me like oh you know like should can i come into your your group and i'm like it's not like we're doing anything. It's not like an elite
2: group, guys. I
0: feel like people have it in their head that I'm like hosting fucking seminars know, yeah. or like PowerPoint <laughs> presentations. Literally, like I'll be at a show and I go, yeah. all right, well, I'd recommend doing this, or yeah, doing yeah, this yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But what really, what, what I really like about having a group of people that, that are so different is I, I get to help you all differently. And you know? mm. I, I think um, you're all different people points in your career as well and I think you all have different assets and the one thing that really made me chuckle about you is uh, so when I first started ringing Anton I, I I was and I hate it now like I can't go back and watch that stuff so one of the things I can't watch is the first Tetsujin show mm. because I, I fucking hate myself during it I'm, li- I'm literally like the most boring and most straight-laced man in the world ever yeah. which is such a fucking lie um, and <laughs> so the one thing that kept on happening with Smallman and Brocker were always like be self, mm. stop pretending to be a ring announcer so, yeah. be yourself and mm. it was like it took me ages and it clicked for me like Fight Club is the thing that helped me do that um, and, and some of the others have a little bit like Neil is the one like Neil hates me now because he's like oh have you got any feedback and I'm like yeah be self." Yeah. and I just I can see him going I don't get it and yeah. he will but with you if anything, I feel like we have to fucking tone you down yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You're so like, come
2: on, wrestling!
0: <laughs> um, but I, I love that because, like, I feel like it's so archaic to have someone in a suit or you know a bloody ball gown and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, monken, and all yeah. this. Like, Fuck that's that. not me. No, and it shouldn't, it no. shouldn't, it shouldn't be anyone. No. Like, don't get me wrong, there's people that are great. You know, you look at WWE, you've got people like Greg Hamilton, who's mm. a who's an, to me, I'm like, oh, you're a ring announcer. Yeah. And you've got Mike Rome, and um oh, her name has gone out of my bloody head. She's just started doing NXT and her name's just gone out of my head. I can see her as well. Oh, that's gonna really mind me up. And someone's gonna tweet me and tell me, thank you. Um, <laughs> she's fantastic. And they're they're like, you know when you have that thing in your head where you're like even though you're in your 30s, you're not an adult and yeah. you see someone else, you're like, oh, that's an adult. Right? Yeah. I see them and go, see, they're bringing answers. Yeah. And I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But we do such a different job to that, mm. you know, and I think that's what, Really stood out to me because I, I was there at the first breach show you did. Yeah, I literally coached you. For a bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Halfway through, like, tell me what i are doing. Can I do this? Can I am I doing this right? Like, right, calm down. <laughs> but it's
0: just like formatting. Like, that's yeah, literally that, yeah, it. yeah, Because again, it's like you come into wrestling in two or three years, yeah. And, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing when you started watching wrestling, you weren't paying attention to what the ring announcers yeah. say. Yeah. So I, I know a ring announcer who won't name because it will embarrass them that didn't know you announced the winner after the match. Right. And like to me, that's like the most ludicrous thing in the world ever but if you don't know
2: yeah you don't know you don't no. know for so. example I reffed a match for um, the other day which was mm. quite ironic um, since I don't know the rules I don't know anything <laughs> about it um, luckily I had Chris out there who was like I the got your bet best, yeah. I got your bet girl and I was yeah. like right sweet I had no idea that, he, even though I've watched so much wrestling mm-hmm. I didn't know that you needed to say ring the bell after you've counted the three pin.
0: Yeah, it's, again, because it's...
2: No one ever tells you.
0: You only notice when it's not there.
2: Yeah, exactly. And uh, Carlos Ramos just went, what do you need to do after? And I was like, count to three. And he was like, no, what else do you need to do? Grab the bell. And he was like, yeah, but what else? And he was like, you need to ring the bell. I was like, oh, for Christ's sake, yes, of course I do. Thank you. So, yeah.
0: No, I, I get it. So, I mean... For you, what was the hardest thing in terms of ring announcing to start, like, picking up? And, and, and what was the thing that you think you, you still need to improve on?
2: I get tongue-twisted a lot and I forget a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, So, I literally have to have everything written down, mm-hmm. but then I don't want to be one of them people that is glued to the, uh, you know, to the mm. piece of paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because everyone always says, oh, you're better without the paper, like, when you're just being you. And I'm yep. like... I get that, but I also mess up more when I do that. But, oh, I were it the other day. Um, I was saying to someone, they were like, right, just be yourself. And I was like, well, I'm shit. They were like, well, that's your gimmick, do it. And I was like, fine. It's not that I'm shit. It's just, i um, I get things wrong, and I'm human. Okay,
0: but everyone gets things wrong. Yeah, Jim wants to announce Will Osprey, who just won the best of the super juniors mm. as the best of the best winner, which is a fucking CZW tournament. Amazing. So not even the right bloody company, Amazing. and no one gives a shit. No, like this is the thing. Is like to us, that's the end of the bloody yeah. world. Yeah. And like this time's like there's there's. If you go, like, if you literally on Fight Clubs On Demand thing, mm. go through and watch how many mistakes I make. Mm. And, like, it, we all make mistakes. And I still do it with commentary. Yeah. I still do it when I'm on stage. I did it this week at London Film Comic Con. Mm. Like, you know, there's 25,000 people there and I make a mistake. But you learn how to
2: handle it. To handle it. Apparently, it, I'm quite good at handling when I mess up.
0: Because, yeah, you do what I do, which is self-deprecation. You yeah. point out that you fucked up and yeah. then you go, whoop, sorry. Yeah. Because people like that because yeah. it makes you human. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one wants... No one likes anyone that's perfect at their job. No, because you, you, there's this weird thing where we're like, well, that's disingenuous. They're not real. Yeah, and and that's it's interesting when people say, well, you're not you when you've got a bit of paper because you're not because you're an automated robot. Yeah. So this is my advice because this is kind of going to work, turn into like a this is going to turn into ironically the thing I said yeah. That doesn't. Happen. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: We just need right. Jade
2: to walk in. We need Neil. Yeah, the Jobs yeah. are got gonna...
0: to Come on in. We're at the round <laughs> table. Oh, also,
2: a massive congratulations to Jade for doing uh, said that Girls.
0: Oh, because I'm a
2: proud dad and I'm not going to get emotional. Honestly, so, like, I messaged her the other day when, when someone tweeted and said, you should get a girl ring announced. So this was before she was mm-hmm. announced. And someone um added me and Jada into the comment. Mm. She messaged me going, I've got the gig. I've yeah. just not told anyone. I was like,
1: oh, I'm so she, proud.
0: She will tell you that I, I might have made threats that if she didn't do that, I was going to kill someone. Good. Because so, she's... she's unbelievably talented yeah like and it really makes me angry that she's not at more places yeah and i know what those fight club show uh, fight club pro shows can do because again you know it was a Sendai girl show mm-hmm. but it's obviously an association with fight club pro mm-hmm. and i know it's not about ability sometimes it's about a platform yeah and when you have that platform that's when you get better. Yeah. I'm very fortunate that when I came into progress as a commentator, mm-hmm. I was not very fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't particularly think I'm amazing now, mm-hmm. but I'm better. But, it. Yeah. but the reason I got better was because I was had to yeah. and and you just need that opportunity to have a platform. So yeah. I'm really glad she got that platform. But the thing the, the thing that she does really well is she has her formula down. And this is my advice to any ring announcer. Find your formula. So yeah. I have buffering words. I have reset words. So if you... Everyone's going to be like watching me like a hawk. Now <laughs> so when I go, right, my body plants itself and yeah. I stop moving. And then everyone kind of like subconsciously knows that I'm going to say something. Yeah. Uh, Simon Cassidy does it. So when someone, Simon Cassidy goes, A following contest is scheduled to one fall. Mm. Like, and everyone goes, one fall, introducing first. And like everyone, like just knows that that's the moment and that having that thing that's yours yeah sets you and then you go on the formula Mm -hmm. so my formula is introducing first from da 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 you know and then i'll always do um he is or she is or they are if they're a champion Mm -hmm. and then it's nickname and then name Mm. Like that's my formula. Yeah. I don't. I don't do weights. I don't do heights unless it uh, specifically asks. It asks. So yeah. like obviously, Trent Seven is weighing in a hench you know, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But have a formula because then everyone becomes fit into your formula. Yeah. Um, and you develop a rhythm. And again, I was using Travis Banks as an example. So it was always a Fight Club Pro, which mm-hmm. was introducing first fighting out of Auckland, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. This is the Kiwi bus or. Travis Banks and, like, people pick yeah. on the yeah. rhythm. Yeah, 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 So, like, I always, like, like if, when I was doing Fight Club, it would always be, like, when I would say fighting, like, there was anger yeah. and aggression in it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would
0: be back to sort of more, like, standard uh, for the, the Auckland, New Zealand and then, like, I'd really, like, get the, like, rev it up for, like, the Kiwi bus or and then, like, Travis thanks Thanks. is like the punctuation on the end and like you find that with people and like I think with you that's going to be experience Mm. and it's going to help you like start piecing everything together because you stop fucking worrying about like uh, technical, like the the technical, I guess, side yeah. of it. Because like, people get so like, because more and more your brain's a prick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get onto later. <laughs> yeah. um, but your brain is a prick, not just your brain. Everyone's brain's yeah. a prick. So if you start going, right, I, 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 sh- I can't fuck this up. Yeah. Your brain's going to go, oh, you're this up. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, again, I've, I've spoke about this publicly, but like when I, I was introducing that, the, uh, the elite British Strong Style match like British Strong Style at that point were like fucking it was white noise like I just it just came out of my mouth for yeah. and he fought but I, I was like my brain just went do not fuck this up this is fucking Kenny Omega yeah. and the Young Bucks and my brain was going oh but is it Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks yeah, I, yeah 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 yes this, it is you're having this internal fight yeah. while having to remain like cool on the outside yeah but it's that thing of like I always say ringing out announce- and commentary like my my best commentary and my best ringing out announce- is it's when I when I feel it, yeah. when, it's, when it's real, when it's like, when it's just autopilot, mm. and I think, I think hopefully saying this to you is going to make you do it, yeah. Because again, people love you because you're you. So be you on your introductions, yeah. Like you're gonna, you're clearly gonna enjoy introducing Martina. I don't because I hate it. <laughs> so you know you're gonna do it differently, to yeah. me. But I think that, like it is that that inner struggle though, isn't yeah. it? With your brain, both. yeah.
2: So the I big Joe for example. Yeah. His introduction he has specific weights mm-hmm. and things. I got his um, height wrong I think it was one time and I literally he he, he said I'm um, like in the ring he was like that is not my height. Do it again properly. And I'm like okay. Okay, I'll do it. And afterwards shitting myself. Yeah. I was like Joe, I'm so sorry. Honestly, I'm so sorry. He was like what for, mate? And I was like because I messed up, and he was like, oh, don't worry about it, everyone does it all the time, and I'm like, I know, but I messed it, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and he's like, it's fine, honestly.
0: You've just helped his character, exactly. it's funny.
2: Exactly, he said that, he was <laughs> like, look, at the end of the day, we, we went with it, mm-hmm. you took it well, of me going, mm-hmm. you know, and it did, it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, do it again next time, if you want. Yeah. You know and stuff like that, and it just made it a lot easier knowing that I hadn't actually really ruined his entrance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When I, when it was just a mistake, and he mm-hmm. and he was just like, nah, whatever.
0: If you ever get, get weights wrong or heights wrong, uh, weights is a little bit easier. You can go. Uh, you can you can even make a thing of it. it you be like. Uh, I stand corrected weighing in this morning at. Yeah. And like, you can d- either, yeah. Like, that's the experience, you yeah. know? You, you learn how to yeah. paper over the cracks. Yeah. But, yeah, like, just don't be afraid to be you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a good thing. It's, yeah. You know, people are always going to like you more. If you authentic, you yeah. Know? And if people hate you, people hate you. There's people that yeah. really don't like me, and that's fine, yeah. Like, and I don't necessarily know if that's personal or professional, yeah. But, like, and of course, like, you know, we're all the way we are, and that stuff obviously does bother us, but you know it's that thing of you can never change that no because you can never please everyone no you know no. and people have references especially yeah. in, the, in the roles that we do ring yeah. announcer and commentary you yeah. know, there's there's people that will tell you until they're blue in the face that Jim Ross and Jerry Laurel are the greatest commentators of all time mm. and there's people that will come into wrestling later on that will be like that is the most archaic and outdated shit yeah, in the yeah. world ever and like I get that I appreciate it yeah. and there's people who I have preferences on, on commentary yeah. and, and commentators. Yeah. Um, and that's fine because yeah. that's, that's the nature of it. That's then, it. As long yeah. as
2: you're not a dick about it, yeah. then that's the whole thing. Because you can have an opinion, but you don't have to be horrible about it. And yeah. then, you know, that's that's easy. I'm, I'm more than understand understandable. I, I understand that mm. people might not like me. Mm-hmm. I get that, you know. But if you don't like me, you don't like me. You know, I don't... But I'm not going to change. Just don't be a dick about it.
0: I agree. And the thing as well, we're really fortunate in our job that we're not... It's when, again, I mentioned, i said it before about if you do something well, people don't notice, but if you do something badly, they notice. Oh, yeah, they do. So luckily with our job, even if someone doesn't like you, it's such a brief thing. It's like you literally like Here's, here, here's this person, here's this person, see you later. Yeah. Like, are you ready for your next match? Yeah. yeah. Next. Yeah. 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 Like, so, yeah. you know, it's one of them things, but... Yeah. Uh, it's, I get it. I get it. And, you know, it, I the one the one positive, because, again, you know, this podcast is positive, the one thing I think that's really changed in the last five years is... I saw you and Sarah Timmis talking about this, who I've known Timmis for a long she time. she's awesome. She's funny as she's anything. She's amazing. Again, another person that is... Unfiltered herself. Oh God, yeah. yes. There is no. I've only
2: met her twice, and I feel like I've known her my entire life. Oh yeah,
0: she is. There is. There is no lies there. Um, but you were pointing out about supporting each other mm. and how important that is, and mm. I think that's really changed within non-wrestling roles because mm. I feel like people were very competitive in the in the past. Yeah. Where, you know, the, there's only two commentators or three commentators. Yeah. There's only one ring announcer on the show. Yeah. But. It doesn't matter. No, like it. It because there's so much there to yeah. work with now. Oh you know? yeah, like I'm. I'm really glad that everyone's killing it, and I hope mm. I always come across as I want to help people mm. and I want to help people get better. because yeah. yeah. If we're all doing better, and we're all making money, and we're all working. Yeah, and it's wicked. Happy you know? Days, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I hope. I hope that. It becomes, like, a standard thing now yeah. rather than a, a It's of... mad
2: because I remember when Sarah did her first ring announcing gig. Mm. She messaged me asking me for advice. And I'm like, Why I just be yourself. Like, I don't know what to say because, yeah. you know, I, I'm no expert. I just wing it and hope for the best. But, and I was so proud, and she's doing so well. Mm. And, yeah, there's just no, there's no competition in it now. Like, well, I did this, but you did that, but... <laughs> There's nothing like that, and, and uh, just be happy for people who work for what they do, and yeah, you know.
0: I agree. That's, that's and no one's an expert. This is the thing. It's mm. a thing, you can only talk from your experience. Yeah. Like, that that's 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 it, and, and and everyone's experience is going to be different. Yeah, you know, he, he, as much as me and Jim make the joke about me being Jim Smallmer Junior, <laughs> like it's it's not true, you know, like. We, but we we have similar things and similar, you know, ways of doing stuff mm. because we're mates. And yeah, we're just, of
2: course, yeah. It's
0: we're not trying to emulate each yeah. other, or I'm not trying to emulate him. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things. I don't think I've ever said this out loud. Uh, I'm not going to say the show. I'm not going to say anything other than. But I, I did a show once. I did my introduction for the show and I heard someone in the front row go alright shit Jim Smallman <gasps> um, to which that actually made me laugh that's I was like I was like that's a joke I'm yeah. And then at the end of the show, the same person came up to me and went, I just wanted to say you did a really good job tonight. And yeah. I was like, thank you very much. Yeah. Because I was just like, that's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, like, there know, is worse people to be told that you're... I
0: don't know, mate.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't know, mate. Um, you know, that's, that's questionable. Um, so I know, I know you've worked for a million companies. Uh, so you're working for you're ringing out sort of a breed at the minute yeah. definitely yeah uh, you did the few shock show the was like really excited about
2: oh I was so happy to do that
0: yeah honestly
2: I loved doing that yeah it that's was
0: good. awesome that's yeah. good like yeah we just need Jade now to go and do a few shock show yeah. and, and then the whole gang's been yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
0: so but you, you also do social media and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah new social media here we go here's their plug for Wrestling Travel yes, who once I do. again have, have very kindly given us their office today so yeah. talk a little bit about how you got involved with Wrestling Travel
2: um, I can't even remember how it happened now I just remember speaking to Carl who works here mm-hmm. um, and he was like oh we might have some opportunities for you and I was like alright okay cool and then I didn't really hear anything and then um, then for the love of wrestling was coming up and they yeah. were like uh, could you, you know, would you like this opportunity? We'll mm-hmm. get you into the love of wrestling. We want social media being updated and stuff. And I was like, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: they made me, uh, not made, they asked me to write, like, um, like an article about whatever I wanted in wrestling and send it them as, like, a practice. Yeah. So I wrote about entrance music because I find that entrance music is a key part to um, a show. Yeah. Um. If I hear Jimmy Havoc's the music, mm-hmm. straight away goosebumps are happening. There's yep. going to be blood. It's going to be good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't mean to rhyme them. It's going to be good. It's going to be blood.
0: See? Um. Becoming the ring announcer. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, went to for love of wrestling. Yeah. Like I said, didn't really know many people, but I loved that the Future Shock was the Future Shock show was on as well that night. That was amazing. Uh, that was. I think that was might have been Rick's debut outside of Fighting Spirit. Oh, Leon Grace. Do you want to?
0: Do you want to know why we know it was Rick's debut? How oh, do you God. know that you're sat right next to Harkan? Oh, and when we debuted it at Five Cafe the other day, you can literally just hear <gasps> you go like, "Come
2: on, Leon! Oh, no! <laughs> Come
0: on!" It was really funny. Uh, it wasn't like all the way through the show, but you just occasionally hear your voice just going. Do you know
2: what? I don't care. No, you I am just... so proud of him.
0: Yeah, you should be. I,
2: I am so like. He was in the same ring as Pete Dunne.
0: Yeah, that's fucking awesome.
2: Like, that's just so cool. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I'm... I'm whatever i i i still fangirl over him because yeah, so. you know he's my best friend um and you should yeah, yeah. Like, totally. cuz
0: we we all we're all very actually very supportive of yeah, each other absolutely. you know especially with because our little northwest is very small mm. you know i mean i know you work for TNT as well over mm-hmm. in liverpool yeah. um obviously affiliated with fighting spirit future shark uh wrestle I- island, wrestle this, island. Is this is wrestling yeah so even gbw as well yeah. which you know we we all a lot of people in the northwest have, a, have a, a close affinity with because it's where a lot of people started, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's nice when there's a, a nice little community, um, and it's it's kind of nice as well because I think for ring announcers and commentators we all kind of know each other. Yeah, um, little key room. Uh, just TNT. Yeah.
2: TNC, yeah. So, what,
0: I just, it came up on my... I think you might have retweeted it, actually. It came up on my Twitter the other day because he mm-hmm. does come for TNT, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, Paul yeah. Kissick does it as well. Paul's, yeah. Paul's a mate and Mark uh, Mark Adams does it as well, yes. doesn't he? As well as Leanne. Oh, okay, cool. So there's a few people that, that have been involved with it. But Kieran came up and I was like, recognise that voice? And I, and I kind of... Just, and then I saw his face and I am like, oh, so like years and years ago, there used to be a company called Just Do that um, was a very odd promotion in the sense that it was short but very sweet mm. there was a lot of people came through that uh, and Kieran actually ring announced on that show oh okay. did yeah yeah so I was like I had a really like, nice little moment of like
2: oh that's yeah. nice he's, he's lovely Kieran yeah, yeah.
0: yeah nice and he's, guy he's, um, he's, he's nice to see that and you know and, and again me and Paul, Paul are mates and stuff and I'm glad that he's doing one well over there but I think that's what's quite nice and again like Tim is now starting yeah. doing it there's, there's this nice little group of us that are yeah. all like super happy for, yeah. for each other yeah Talking of being happy for each other and being positive uh, PMA yeah. has become like your catchphrase yeah. It's your higher or my fight club effing pro Why, yeah. is, my, why is mine offensive?
2: You've got to do the knee bend with it as well, though.
0: Oh, the, the... it's not
2: just Fight Club fucking pro; it's Fight Club fucking pro uh, with the knees bent backwards.
0: Do you know? Do you know what that's in honor of? No. So there used to be a ring announcer called Gavin Loudspeaker in okay. Shikara, uh, who I loved. Uh, if you if you remember tonight, go and check him out. He's the most like random. Kind of looked a little bit like Russell Brand. who's right. like he was just insane because yeah, yeah. of course Shikara. Uh, and he always used to do, like, this little, like... It was kind of more of a Mick Jagger than a Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. But he used to do it. So I started doing it as my ode to Gavin Loudspeaker. Nice. So, like, every time someone brings it up, I'm like, I feel like I should be, you know, giving credit to the original yeah. man. And he's... Yeah, so it is funny. Um, but, yeah, I'm such a potty mouth. <laughs> um,
2: I try not to be. I am in real life, but I really try hard not to. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it's got to be done.
0: Everyone thinks I used to swear loads at Fight Club Pro, mm. and I didn't. No. Uh, it's, I mean, there's shows that I would have. Uh, I know Jim does this. Mm. It, you can tell when Jim's nervous or stressed because he swears loads. Mm. Same with me. But, like, I only ever used to really say Fight Club Fucking in, bro. <laughs> um, this is definitely going to be an explicit episode. Oh, <sighs> God, all them children now, they aren't going oh, to say so no. um, But yeah, PMA's become yeah. your uh, catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, tell us what PMA is.
2: Um. So it started with. Uh, breed because they actually uh, had that mantra, mm-hmm. um, positive mental attitude. Just yeah, just I don't even know. Just be positive about shit and <laughs> yeah.
0: Which is simple, but it's effective. important. It's so
2: effective. Yeah. If you start thinking, if you go into a day thinking this day's going to be absolutely shit, this you know mm. it's going to be because you've got it in that mindset. But if you think right, what can I do today that's going to be you know positive? Mm. Then you're gonna look towards being positive about stuff. Mm. I don't know. Just think of the positives that you can get out of any any situation and ride with it. Yeah. And don't dwell on shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I genuinely, I think, I think this is why, I think this is why people have a connection with you because it's so it's so different to have someone that is in the position that you're in in terms of the job you do, be so open and honest about it. Mm. And I think that's important because... Do you
2: know, it made me think actually today, I was driving and I, I I nearly pulled over to do a tweet because I literally, I had it in my head and I was like, I need to tweet this. So I'm <laughs> going to tweet it later anyway, because it's still in my head. But it's nice to see that people don't just go online these days to show off about the perfect lives. They go mm. online to talk about their hard problems, to yeah. talk about what they're going through, to hopefully help other people and reach out and... Even if they're just going on there just to let let loose sort of thing, do you know mm. what I mean? Like vent. It's amazing that people aren't just pretending that life is perfect because it's not.
0: Yeah, and you know, re- re- sometimes wrestling it, it can can lose that because wrestling's an, an escape for a lot of us, yeah, yeah and, and it absolutely is. And I use it for that, and, and I'm sure you're the same. I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure, like ninety eight percent of people involved with it. Yeah. But I I think it's important for someone like you who's a very strong female role model to be like actually come out and be like it's okay to have emotions yeah. and feel certain ways yeah. to do this you know and it's, it's the same way that I feel about being oh they you know what a fucking struggle I've got being a straight white male you yeah. know what I mean but like I do think it is important for someone who is a male in wrestling to be like yo, dude it's it's fucking it's yeah. okay you know like the one thing I'm trying to talk about more now is like male body dysmorphia as well because wrestling's not a real world like if you live purely in wrestling um whether you're female or male or whatever Mm -hmm. you will have a warped sense of of what
2: reality you
0: think you should look like yeah because these are fucking the best athletes in the world yeah you know and and they it's their job to to do this but even then you know it doesn't mean because they look like an Adonis it doesn't mean that they're mentally an Adonis
2: I struggled last year when I lost a lot of weight and I really struggled being around other female wrestling people because they're built amazingly Mm. they're in such good shape athletic you know beautifully inside and out and I just really struggled with that and now I'm like I admire them not as a jealousy thing and it's just like wow you're in such good shape like oh that's amazing like I'll never be in that good shape because I'm lazy but you know everyone's got different things about them and there's no need for hate jealousy there's good jealousy to have mm-hmm. like oh god I'm jealous of that hair that's amazing yes. but if it's oh god look at her hair oh yeah. bitch there's no need for that
0: it's again it's, it's the, the PMA thing yeah. it's, it's, it's the thing taking of, the
2: best out of every situation
0: yeah, be inspired by it you Yeah, know? like you know me and JD are always Fucking dicking about because, like, every time I go to the gym, I'll send him a picture of my arm, and I'm, I'm coming for you, which is yeah. completely ludicrous because his arms are the size of actual trees. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like me doing like a squat and then going, "Yeah, Rampage Brown, I'm coming for <laughs> yeah. you," as his legs engulf me. Um, yeah. But it's that thing of like, use it as a positive. Yeah, and 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 again, it's that thing of like, I, I really think it's important for anyone in any form of entertainment business or any form of being in front of an audience. To have them moments to be like, look, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, I don't know, if, because we're, we're friends, we've both been in a situation where we've not been okay, mm-hmm. but now we are okay. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be okay forever. Because yeah. there's going to be dips and you know, peaks and troughs and stuff like that. So I... I'm just
2: living for what's happening at the minute. And at the minute, yeah. life is meant... Like, yeah. I can't actually stress how good it is at the
0: minute.
2: Yeah. Uh, like, I'm trying not to get emotional because, yeah. you know, but it's... You
0: can't cry on this podcast. Okay, cool. Because I'm the only person that cries on this podcast. Right, okay. And people never forget that. Okay, right. I cried over John Cena, mate. So (laughs) that was my legacy for a long time. that's
2: amazing. I won't cry. We're good. Um, But yeah, life's good. Um, But it hasn't always been. No, it hasn't. And it won't always be. Um, There's going to be something that will happen where shit will go tits up. Yeah. But you deal with it. You don't. When I when when I've seen my therapist before, like I don't see him anymore, but like he was like, "There's no point in worrying." It's so simple to say. Yeah. There's no point in worrying about something that might happen when you don't know how you're gonna handle it. You just handle it at the time. Mm. So like, I don't know. Just my thing. I don't like being sick. Mm. Okay, this is my. This is one of my big things. I remember saying when I was younger that I'd rather die than actually vomit. Mm. That's how sort of. Warped ahead can be when you've got a phobia that takes over your life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And I was actually sick about a year and a half ago, and I literally emailed my therapist as I was still sat in the bathroom going, I've just been sick, I've just been sick, I handled it, it was okay, it wasn't nice, but I'm okay, I'm alive, I'm fine, I'm okay. I'd not been sick for 15 years. And just knowing that I could handle that, the Mm. amount of worry that I'd had... De- waiting for that moment, then fifteen years of not being sick, mm. and then just it was over in fifteen minutes, and I was fine. Do you know what I mean? And it was the way that I handled it that made me think, right? That has been my biggest fear for so long, and I nailed it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I, was, I still cried, but and yeah. it was an emotional time, and yeah. I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. Dad, mom, look after me. But I survived. Yeah. And that's the main thing.
0: Perfect. Uh, that's how we're going to end it. Yeah. Uh, and the one thing you are sick at now is ringing
2: answers. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, no. I am. I'm proud of all my children, but I'm very proud of you. And it's. I'm, I, I take a lot of joy out of seeing how much you've come on from not knowing how to even word how to put matches together no, and now no. to, to just or
2: even being able to go to a wrestling show without having lots of medication exactly. do you know what I mean stuff like that now
0: yeah. wrestling is your medication yeah it is <laughs> oh god yeah. oh we've oh, no. gone that was, that was so cheesy yeah. I'm sorry I'm sorry Pip I've just made you podcast network really uncool
2: sorry
0: Pip uh, right let's wrap this up where can everyone find you on the social media
2: Uh wrestling travel for yep. the starters because I usually do most shows through there yep Um I'm usually on Future Shops, I'm on TNT's. Um GPW've got a show next Friday, not next Friday, the Friday after. Mm-hmm. Future Shop the following Saturday. Yep. Breed on that Sunday. It's a three-day mad weekend for me. Oh yeah. Looking forward to it. Um so yeah.
0: What's your personal Twitter handle?
2: Ms. Lucy Openshaw, M S Lucy
0: Openshaw. There you go. I'll tag it in the description anyway, don't yep. worry. Uh awesome. Uh you know where I am. I'm at I'm Richard's host. Uh, remember tickets for hard as part of the jaw Uh, I'm really really looking forward to it I'm working on guests as well Uh, because it's a quiz and it's a competition I'm trying to get people that I'm like who do I know who's really smart (laughs) Um,
2: can I mention the charity show 100% go for it yeah yeah Um, putting on a charity show raising money for Manchester Mind and I need to learn how to say this whether it's Papyrus or Papyrus okay it's a mental health charity it's a suicide prevention charity awesome I can never say it uh, but yeah, for them, um, it's going to be on November third at yep. Fairfield Social Club. I have asked uh, Future Shock if they don't mind, and they I know. are more than happy for me to do this. Um, so yeah, tickets will be coming on sale within the next month or so, and all the proceeds go towards that charity.
0: Sweet, as soon as tickets go on sale, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Awesome, and we'll do it. And Cheers. Remind me when we we'll do a plug near the times as well. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm going to be back next week with. Oh, I know who the guest is. That's the first in like a long time where I know who the guest is. Uh, I'm not going to say who it is. Aww, I'm just going to... Um, I want to know now. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you after, okay, I'm okay. not going to keep you in there. <laughs> no, no, no. But yes, it's it's someone that uh, has been requested a few times. Uh, ooh, Ooh, I'm excited. Um, so yeah, join us next week for Tuesday Night Jaw. Uh, in the meantime, uh, keep that PMA up and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.